Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. That's what I'm talking about. Joe, the mic uh, caught you last game screaming that you're him. What is it saying? I'm him. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> Sometimes you black out out there. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Joe Burrow after that touchdown pass to Hayden Hurst, beautifully designed play, mm-hmm. screamed at the sideline, "I'm him," and then was asked about it, and he said he, I, I did that. It's funny. Burrow and the Bengals playing the Chiefs, of course, Sunday in the late game. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi. Did Diggs start that, by the way? I'm him? Yeah. I don't think so. This is the first time I saw it. Yes. But I'm in a, I'm in a bubble here. So. I, yeah, I don't think he invented. I don't know. I he don't didn't think invent so. I'm him? The, the general. Just, the, sa- just the, the, the phrasing? The public. Yes. I don't think it was him. Okay. Oh, wait. No, he said it was him. But it wasn't him. Get it? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Was it him? Yes. Yes, it was him. Whoever well did done. it, whoever did it first, Joe, was definitely him. Right. That's 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 him. the guy that him. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if it was Stefan Diggs. Him. Not everybody can be him. No. Everybody thinks they're him, but not everybody lot, can be him. A lot of him. Just like everyone. This is going to be the new goat. Everyone's a goat now. <laughs> everyone. Even though the literal definition of it is greatest of all time, there can only be one. Who's but like ninety people and everything are who, goats. Who's the most uh, ridiculous goat you've seen? Somebody tabbed as the oh, goat. Oh, this is a good question. Because I've definitely seen one that was like, "Come on." Bra- um, Brady gets it the most, right? He's the Brady most gets it all the time. Most goated goat. Brady gets it all the time. LeBron gets it a lot. Yep. Okay. Uh, Messi got M- it a ton at the World Cup. MJ. Yeah. Gets it. Like right, the guys that. You could actually make a case. Yes, they are the greatest of all time at something. I'll do it jokingly with Max Afinaginoff on, <laughs> on like Twitter, but I'm definitely not being serious. Um, I think like I, Carl Anthony Towns, I've seen it with. Oh wow! Like recently, that's like he's a good player, <laughs> but come on, no, like goat should not just mean oh you're good. Goat should mean like you are the greatest at something. Him should be more. I guess for hey, you're great. Yeah. Or is him above goat? 
I think Goat's got to be above him. It's a great question. Goat, then him. I don't really have an answer for you on it, though. We need we need levels here. Yeah. We, need, we need someone. We need some someone a, pol, a pol, police to. Someone's got to figure out who qualifies as a goat. Well, who doesn't? Who qualifies as him? Diggs, him, not a goat though. Next time the Bills play the Bengals, it's very important that nobody says anything bad about the Bengals anywhere. Oh my God, every little thing. Well, every little. thing. There's proof of that. Zach Taylor this week said. This is during a media availability, which would have been Monday. Uh He said that he scours the internet, every inch of the internet. Zach Taylor does. He says that. That the Bengals, I mean, during his, this is the piece I'm reading here. He admitted he searches every inch of the internet to find ways to motivate his team. Has he seen tweets from me and you, then? (laughs) We are complimentary, the Bengals. Right, I don't have I disrespected the. I don't think I've disrespected the Bengals. I envy the Bengals. I want to be their receiving core. Uh, that's their head coach though that is doing that. He searches every inch of the wow. internet to find ways to motivate his team. Also crazy that he would just admit to that. They put a sign up in the stadium this week. Do you see this? They put a sign up in their stadium that says "disrespect us," like they're begging for it. By the way, we've reached a point in sports where fans would rather be disrespected than be respected. Oh, for sure. We just went through a year where the Bills were the favorites all year, and everyone was saying how good they were, and Bills fans are just like, I don't like this. The Bengals are being disrespected. They are <clears throat> favored to win this game. <laughs> right. They are favored at Arrowhead. Favored at Arrowhead <laughs> to win. Right. Disrespect us. Are they favored? Last no, saw- they... they- they're favored by like two and a half now. I yeah, think. last I saw, they were favored. This, you know, everybody's disrespected. It's it's it can be very it, annoying it, it at is, times. It is constant. It is absolutely constant. Uh, everybody is snubbed. Everybody is disrespected. The Seahawks, their players are mad. Pete Carroll wasn't the finalist for Coach of the Year. Oh, S- sorry guys. What? Everybody's Coach of the Year. Well, you know they're gonna have three extra wins now next year because they're gonna be motivated. Right, week eight they're gonna beat the Forty ers and some crazy upsets. Like, you know, guys, uh, some question about yeah, you know, how motivated really were you after Pete Carroll did not get nominated for AP Coach of the Year last season? Yeah, right. Just, I mean, everybody's so mad, so so manufactured. Zach Taylor is readily admitting to it's manufactured. Right, to search in the internet to try to motivate right. his team. He's tr- looking for the disrespect. They put a sign up, huh? Maybe the Bills should do more of that. I don't know. Well, there's something to be said for, you know, motivating tactics. We, we had a call a little bit ago, 803-0550. How's everybody feel about Sean McDermott? The caller said, you know, they that he'd heard a lot of McDermott should be fired, but then thought about it and said it seems to be a little bit of a vocal minority. How does everybody feel about McDermott? I, I'm Should I put a poll up? Yeah, but what are the options? Fine. Great. I mean, he's a well. It could just be. Do you? Would you? If you were, if you were in, if you had the decision or the power to make the decision, would you fire Sean McDermott? Yeah, I just think. How like, many people are going to say yes to that? Not many. I, well, I don't think many either. If you want to put the poll up, ju- ju- yeah, just to see what percentage are going to say yes. Yeah, what percentage are going to say yes? The the thing we brought up to the caller was. For me, the conversation always goes to, well, who is your next coach? In the cases of firing coaches in the past, they have been so bad that anybody else, to me, is a good idea. Doug Marone is your coach. Things are so bad offensively. 
anybody else is a good idea. Rex, his defenses were terrible, right? Like You can't even make a case to keep this coach. The Sabres have had coaches that have been so bad that just get him out of here was an answer. McDermott, that's not even close to true. So there's to me, there's two levels of whenever you want to make a coaching change. There's, this is so bad, I need to make a change. And then there's, well, have I reached a ceiling? And who could get me over that? The the you know, the Bills aren't gonna go out and hire D'Amico Ryans from the 49ers, <laughs> who might right. be a very good defensive coach and might be a great defense. Just not, right. It's not the kind of move you make when you already have an established defensive coach to say, we're going to do this instead. To me, the, the, the names, it's a short list. Sean Payton is on the short list of names. He's where like you, the if, only one, right? Right. If you wanted to say to me, I want him gone and I want Sean Payton, I, you know, I could push back, of course, but it's... All right, well, you want a Super Bowl-winning head coach that ran a great offense with a Hall of Fame quarterback for a long time? I think that that is reasonable to say. If you want to do it to hire Shane Steichel of the Eagles, that's a little less so. How about this name? Frank Reich. Uh Is that reasonable? He has been a head coach. He has been a modestly successful head coach with bad quarterbacks. Yeah. A rotating quarterback position. He got fired by a crazy owner. Maybe he goes and gets the Chargers offensive coordinator job. Like, to me, if you wanted to make that point, okay. There are points to make. Just he's got to go. What's your backup plan? Well, I don't really have one. To me, it doesn't sound like you've thought it out. To me, that's change. I just want change for the sake of change. Right. And I want to see something. I want to see a shakeup. And I I don't care what the... The the answer is when Reich even like that even that one I would say is more you're doing it emotionally and also like the name would tie into that as well that I just I want you know Frank Reich a former Bill a former Bill but I think his resume might be good enough if he weren't a former Bill it's good enough he, but you can't he, really make the argument that he's different from McDermott and that you know that he can get take you all the way I would know like Peyton you can say that because you can, he's you done can. it. With Reich, I guess you're making the case, again, not that I'm really making it, but Reich has won a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator. Right. And he's a good offensive coach. Yep. It, really, if you're, Then it's more offense and, versus defense. Here's, right, here's the other part of it. For every person in that poll that votes, yes, you would make the change, would 100% of them want an offensive coach? Isn't that answer? Probably. Yes? Should It should be. Yeah. You're, oh, for for sure. Yes. For you're not sure. you're not firing him, McDermott, to bring in. You mentioned D'Amico Ryan's, right? Yeah. But like Frazier, they're not promoting zero percent of that. Who, whatever it is, is going to want Frazier as the head coach, right? Right. If you're doing it, you you're doing it because you think you've capped at a defensive coach. That's that's at least my my guess. Like if we're doing Venn diagrams of, you know, percentage of coaches that or people that want this coach fired. We'll get some calls in on this. I, I I'm not about firing McDermott. I am about finding answers on offense and, you know, Dorsey going into year two, if in fact he is the coordinator for year two, and answers in the draft and free agency. Like, that is going to be a lot of my focus. And, you know, by the time we get to the draft, we'll see what the Bills say about all that. But I, I on the McDermott stuff, I do think it is the minority. I don't think it is laughably insane. I might not agree with it. And I would also say I think it's super unlikely. Gordon in Buffalo. Gordon, good morning. Hey, Jeremy. How's it going? Good. Um, Honestly, man, I don't want McDermott fired. In the heat of the moment, I was probably thinking, yeah, I would like McDermott fired. And the offensive uh, coach question, 
immediately I thought to myself, Sean Payton and Alvin Kamara doesn't sound bad considering Singletary isn't the running back I really want here. And honestly, uh, after I calmed down, I just thought to myself, Dorsey is the problem overall because nothing has been an issue with, you know, Dable. Rick Dennison was a thing and that was gone. But Dable has been consistent. Yeah, there was some stuff people questioned here and there, but it was an overall consensus after this year of seeing Dorsey that Dable was what we needed here and someone close to what he can do for this offense. It's not McDermott. And if it comes down to another big game situation where we're looking at something like this year, yeah, I may look at McDermott and be like, thank you for everything. 17 years without playoffs was pretty garbage. I will be, I'm forever grateful, but you're not going to be the guy that gets us all the way. That's where I'm at. Right. And I, I think you're not alone. I don't think it's the majority. On Dorsey, let me read you something here from Ollie Connolly's piece. In, uh, he writes for, I think he's got a Substack, read optional Substack, about Luana Romo and what he did to the Bills in that playoff game. And Joe, let me know if this yeah. sounds familiar. He writes about Cincinnati's performance against Allen. And this is going to get to Allen. It's going to get to Dorsey. It's going to get to the path forward. The Bengals attacked his tendency to overlook and override pre-snap tells. Allen did not have the discipline to change his stripes in the moment and handle the blitzes without freestyling, and the structure of the offense did very little to change and add answers in pass protection. The Bills want to get five receivers out in the pattern as often as possible, but the Bengals found ways to abuse their light protections while covering properly. Mix all of that together with the Bills' unwillingness and ineptitude when it comes to running the ball, and you get an offense that has no firm ground to stand on in heavy snow conditions, no less. That has been a, yeah. a, a trademark of this offense. Whenever they lose, the run part has been there for years. That was here with Dable. Yeah. But the thing that has started to pick up is picked up against Miami, especially in the playoff game. We talked about it for a week going in Cincinnati. The story about defensive coordinators betting Allen won't take the simple stuff. Yeah. We don't have to cover it. We can blitz and we can send and we can co- we can leave Singletary in the flat wide open we because can, he's not going to throw it. We there. can coax Josh Allen into taking deeper shots. We can we he yeah. will want to go down the field, and I just feel like it's the offensive coordinator's job to have the scheme, to have the answers, to make it so. Josh, they're trying to bait you. You've got to do this. You've got to be here. That's what the coaching is. Is yeah. we said it with Miami. And Allen torched them for like three fifteen three touchdowns, but also some interceptions and some mistakes. Good defense defenses. Allen might be able to be just fine against that. Bigger games, higher stakes. Are we going to get to a Super Bowl? And listen, we'd be very happy to be in the Super Bowl, and Allen would give him the chance. It's not really all about Allen here. It's about a coach. It's about harnessing him. But two playoff games in a row, defensive coordinators decided, let's see if we can talk him into throwing deep on us. Yeah, and meanwhile, on the other side, like I'm looking at Joe Burrow's passing chart from that game. He attempted three passes over 20 yards all day. Out of 36 attempts, he attempted three. He only had completed one. He had one completion of 20-plus yards. Everything else, I mean, there's some in the intermediate, but left flat, right flat, these slant patterns over the middle. Like, And we, we've talked about that, right, that it was, what, two and a half seconds? Yeah. Burrow was getting rid of the football. The other side, like that quarterback was taking everything that was given to him, like immediately, and was not waiting around. He was getting protection for, let me see what help opens up down the field. It was, oh, I'm getting seven yards here. I'm taking the seven yards. Is that always the coordinator, though? Is, is no. My, that's just the nature of what I would think who this quarterback is. Dable maybe was better than Dorsey at getting him to take it. 
Right? Doesn't it feel like that's the case? Yes, it does. It does. Although early in the year, he was throwing to Singletary a lot. Yeah, a ton. ton. Like, look at Singletary's catches over the year. Halfway through the season, he had a ton. And then, of course, you know, Cook and Hines started to take (laughs) some of his his workload. But were they trying to force him into it by just getting running backs? Like, almost purposely tanking the receiving core for that. Hey, we're going to make you take these short ones because we're going to make sure no no one other than Diggs is going to be open down the field. Larry and Clarence. Go ahead, Larry. Hey, guys. How are we doing today? Good. Um, just, uh, I, I don't know if I necessarily want McDermott or any of the coaching staff fired, but at the same point, I'm not sure if I trust them to build uh, build an offense. Um, I mean, if you look at the last drafts, it's been uh, defensive line, defensive line, cornerback, defensive line. Um, and then, I mean, I, how many how many first and second round picks do we have on the defensive line? And then on top of that, we go out and get Vaughn Miller in the offseason, which again, big acquisition. But did we need him? Could we have gotten gotten a number another number one wide receiver to pair with uh, Diggs instead and spend that money there? Um, it's just uh, I think too many times over the last uh, couple playoff games going into the going into last uh, last year's Kansas City game, it's well, offenses are uh, comparable, but the Bills have the better defense. We should win that game. And Kansas City came out and torched the defense, even in this game. Well, offenses are comparable. Um, Buffalo's got the better defense in Cincinnati, a top top five, top uh, whatever defense. In the playoffs, it doesn't seem to matter. Again, we get torched. Um, part of me is kind of expecting um, – uh, uh, being a McDermott to go out and draft another defensive lineman or another cornerback when this offense clearly um, needs help and has been neglected. The only end, the only time they make a splash move last off season while we're bringing in Matt Breda, he's going to open up the uh, uh, halfback screens this year while we drafted James Cook in the second round. He's going to, and we don't use the players half the time when we bring them in. Um, it's just, I don't know, I think this offseason in particular is going to be huge for the fact uh, with McBean and Dermott, if McDermott, if they, uh, if, you know, they, they decide to stay here or not, or if they, if they should stay here or not. I think that offense needs major overhaul, and I'm not sure if I, uh, if I trust them to get us over that hump. Thanks, Larry. I, I think you're not alone in saying, don't we all expect a defensive lineman? No, but... We will all be worried about it until the yeah. p- the pick is in. I'm not ruling it out. The, the team that I tease that I would compare the Bills to right now is a worry. What would what would you you me and you sound like in Green Bay in the last five years? What are you doing? Why don't you get a weapon for Aaron Rodgers? And it's every year, every year. Green Bay. I just look back. They for the last time, Devontae Adams almost every year has led the team in targets. This year it was. Alan Lazard. So they've had a receiver every year lead the team in targets. They have not had a wide receiver finish second on their team in targets in six years. Hmm. Aaron Jones, four years in a row, has been their number two target getter. Jimmy Graham before that. An old Jimmy Graham, by the way, at that. And in that time, every year, aren't they always tied to, oh, they're going to get Beckham. Or, oh, they're going to make the big splash move in free agency. They're going to be the team that trades for this top receiver they're going to draft a guy in the first round and 
in that time, they spent a lot of draft picks. They have not spent a first-round pick. No, they finally spent a second on Christian Watson. And right, and he's the best one they've had. Yes, it, yes he is. But in that time, right, they spent but, the second on Watson, and otherwise a third, a fourth, two fifths, a sixth, and two sevenths. And I guarantee you in that six years in Green Bay, all the, the time talking about that position is, well, maybe this fifth-round pick will yeah, show up and be the guy. That's right. And, and they've never done the first. And, of course, the point about Christian Watson is they did it after they got rid of Devontae Adams. Right. You know what about right. a great idea? Do that when you had him. Yeah. Like, come on. Adams and Christian Watson. I would have been yelling, okay, now you do it. Like, I I just, it's one team, and it's yeah. it's not many teams that do that, but I just, I hope and pray the Bills do not operate like the Packers do, thinking every year we all talk about receiver, and they're, meanwhile, sitting behind the scenes going, we could figure it out. We could spend a fourth and a fifth behind Diggs, and, and we'll be fine. Open segment, more calls, 803-0550. If you're with us, uh, stick with us. We'll get right to your calls on the other side. We'll talk about some of those drafts and some of the things that they have done. And some of the you know the draft um, mantras, right? Don't pick for need, pick best player. A lot of stuff that we'll revisit, of course, over the course of months and months and months. Um, so we'll get to some of that and your calls first up on the other side here on WGR. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 